views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody. Hey, I want to welcome you guys. Welcome to the Dr. Pacho. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. It is amazing. Welcome to TransformationRadio.fm for all of you out there that have been going over there. Yeah, we're, we're starting to show more of that now. Uh, and we've got a lot of things going on. I just want to tell everybody, uh, myself, uh, all of us here at Transformation Talk Radio, uh, we are going to be launching our Positivity Rules Movement. And what that means is that, look, are you in the positive vibe? Where are you with that? What is the science now saying? And as a matter of fact, one of our co-hosts, Nancy Monson, we're going to have a Positivity Rules contest that we're going to be announcing so that one of you out there is going to be able to work with her amazingly, amazingly work with her. It is so very, very cool. I can't even begin to tell you how many exciting things uh, are happening right now. And so today, it is like we say, uh, it is in the world of expansiveness and acceleration uh, that we are bringing to you today somebody that knows a lot about it. Uh, here's what I know. I don't even know what I don't know. That's what I know. That's what I know today. And I love being in that space where I don't know what I don't even know. Because here we are, we're looking at how we can change, transform, and get into the flow of this accelerated expansiveness. But the key is going to be the, the question mark that Blake Bauer puts on the table for us. Do we believe, now this is me saying what Blake says, do, do we believe that we are born to suffer? Is that what we really believe? Do we believe that we have to, quote, earn our dues? Do we believe that we have to go through the pain in order to get the gain? Well, I am so relieved that I don't feel alone anymore. I just don't feel alone anymore because <laughs> I want to introduce you guys to Blake Bauer, internationally recognized author, counselor, alternative medicine practitioner, but best-selling book, You Are Not Born to Suffer. Got that? Say it again. We're going to say it a lot. You were not born to suffer. And so today, get ready to fasten your seatbelt as we go on this journey about what this means to accept, acknowledge, and accelerate 
the idea that you were not born to suffer. Blake, it's great to have you here. Hey, Dr. Pat. It's so good to, to be on the show uh, with you. And, you know, it's, I'm not that familiar with your work, and I cannot believe your energy is amazing. I'm so blown away. I feel like I have to put on my seatbelt just to keep up with you. So it's it's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well you know, let, let's I've just... been strapped for 13 years with her, so <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I, I won't let go. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, I mean, like, the reason that this whole thing is really kind of conjured up here 13 years ago is the show wasn't called The Dr. Pat Show. The, call, the show was called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life because it reflected a point in time in my life of where I was. You know, I was felt so heavy, so loaded down. You know, I just finished school. Blake, I thought, you know, this one, I'm, I'm supposed to, like, go take this education now. Believe me, eight years of it. And now go back into the corporate world and make a lot of money and, you know, mm. do corporate stuff. Yes. And I was sick. I was just like, oh, man, that doesn't feel right. But, you know people around you want you to just suck it up and suffer in silence and believe me that's a term that I'm very familiar with but is that what's going to get us to the place we truly want to go Blake is that what's going to get us there eventually possibly after enough (laughs) (laughs) enough pain and heartache we you know we learn the lesson the hard way and some of us I guess learn we all have to learn it the hard way but I think some of us learn it sooner and some of us, it's just kind of a bit delayed, you know, because, you know, the fear is so strong or those limiting beliefs are so strong or that conditioning that, you know, we got from mom and dad was so strong, as you kind of alluded to, you know, that things have to be hard and you have to pay your dues. You can't make a living doing what you love. Are you crazy to think that you can? Because, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of a lot of the people that we grew up around as we're growing and, you know, becoming adults and, and then our peers and our colleagues you know a lot of people are struggling with the same things and and believe that it's not possible so it's this collective Mm -hmm. web you know it's a collective dream that socially we all live up in in this developed world and and then our priorities become misplaced and we're on antidepressants and we have cancer and we're not happy and the divorce rate is high and you know kids are struggling and you know it's such a can of worms you know which we're gonna try to unpack in the in the brief hour we have together yeah the only time i've ever you know opened up a can of worms and thought man this is good this is juicy it's when i was fishing on the long island sound that's when <laughs> you know that you know that's when i was like give me the big fat worms you know that's what that was about but you know what we're talking about here today with your book and congratulations on this congratulations oh, thank you. on this um because it's really time for us to really come to the forefront and discover what the truth means to us. So when you say love yourself back to inner peace, health, happiness, and fulfillment, many, many folks that are out there, some, I I think the camp could be divided into a couple of places. One, you you might have a group of folks that say, wait a minute, I do love myself, uh, but I also love other people. Then you have another camp that says, I don't even understand what love myself means. And then you have another camp that says, well, wait a minute, love myself. Okay, what does that look like in terms of behavior and how I treat myself? And all of the above you have covered in the book. 
I would love to ask you, is writing this book, here's my question for you, Blake. As you sat down to write this book and, um, and discovered what this is about, this best-selling book, how did you change? How did well, you change? Well, I, Dr. Pat, that's a, you know, obviously a really important and big question. And the, the book is, was the culmination of a lot of years of pain and suffering and then healing and, and learning and growth. And, you know, for me, I, I didn't love myself for a very long time. So practically how that showed up was that, you know, I was insecure. I was very self-conscious. Um, I didn't know how to honor what I was feeling in the present moment. I didn't know how to talk about my emotions, which then would lead to other self-destructive habits like overeating, um, like doing drugs, like drinking, which would then cause other things that I didn't love about myself on top of the original things that I didn't love about myself. And then I would feel ashamed of myself or I would do things I wasn't proud of, which would then create guilt. And then I would criticize myself and beat myself up. So as you can kind of see, there's all these different layers to what this you know, process of not loving ourselves uh, entails and then how it plays out and how it affects our life and how it affects, you know, everything, you know, every moment of every day. So for me, through this healing journey, you know, it took me a long time to finally feel like, you know, today I can sit here and say to you, I finally feel like I'm enough. You know, I don't struggle with the same insecurities I used to, which is a huge thing for all of us that, you know, we don't have to constantly we all constantly think we have to be more, do more, have more to be lovable or worthy of love or to respect ourselves. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, the book was really a big part of my journey to, to getting to that place of, you know, like I feel like I came to the planet to share this message that came from all my suffering and healing. And then that was tied up with me really feeling like, you know what, I'm enough. I I do. I am lovable. I deserve love. I, I do finally love myself. I do respect myself for how I make my living, for who I am in my relationships, for who I am in the world and how I am in the world with my family, with my work, my community. Um, so I guess that's that's a big change. So I don't struggle with the same shame or guilt or anger or uh, victimhood or um, regret. Um, you know, it's like I, I think I'm, you know, very empowered now in every moment with the choices that I make. And again, I'm what I'm saying is trying to make this really practical for our listeners and not, you know, too conceptual. Um, you know, I don't give I, I think a big thing, Pat, which I think you'll agree, which is yeah. so simple, but so important is I don't make myself wrong anymore. And that's really the root cause of so many of our problems is that when we're little kids, we learn to make ourselves wrong. We learn to make our feelings wrong in exchange for the love and support of the people around us. So it's conditional love. That's where yeah. we learn conditional love. And then we create the same relationship with ourselves where we only love ourselves if and when we live up to certain conditions that aren't present now. And what we do is we make ourselves wrong throughout that process every day of our life. And it causes so much pain. Yeah. And it leads to all depression and all disease, I believe, as well. And it's just such a subtle, deep dynamic that's going on, been going on since the day we came onto the planet that most of us, that's why we get to the point where we're depressed or we're sick or our life is a mess. And we look and we think, how did I get here? And this is the how, because for so many years, we've been betraying ourselves and making ourselves wrong and, re and destroying ourselves. 
and we just never realized it because everybody else is doing it and we call it normal. You know. Yeah. We, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break. I, I would love folks to ponder this right here. You ready? Here's something right out of the book. No one decides against his happiness, but he may do so if he does not see he does. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, what do you guys think about the uh, saying? You know, what do, you, what do you think about this saying? You know, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Oh, is that the truth? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. My very special guest, Blake Bauer. You are born. No, you weren't. You were not born to suffer. When we come back, we'll be talking about this and much more. Are you ready to be all in and let go? Say goodbye to suffering. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. The life you're dreaming of is waiting for you to say yes. Together, we can create a powerful, love-centered world where business is not a competition, but a community of highly conscious individuals making a positive impact in their own lives and the lives of others. Fun, flexible, fabulous. You make the rules. We offer the tools. Connect with Shelly today to learn more at Live, Love, Earn with Shelly. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y dot com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness.
Yeah, that's right, everybody. I love this. You know, what is it in that message from Lady Gaga, who I think is going to be doing like the Super Bowl thing, Benny, right? Isn't she going to be singing at the Super Bowl? I bet you'll have to look it up for me. Um, but I, somebody whispered in my ear that she was going to do that. But today, uh, we are so thrilled to have Blake Bauer joining us here today. You were not, you are not born to suffer. For those of you out there, you want to join in on the conversation, got a question for Blake, 1-800-930-2819. Because if you're sitting out there and you're feeling like, wait a minute, Man, I'm just like, I'm not feeling my job. It's like an owie. Or you're thinking, how about this relationship I'm in? Or by the way, you know, I'm listening to these shows with you, Pat, now for like over 13 years. And, you know, positivity, but I'm just not feeling it. Give us a shout. Let's chat with let's chat with Blake about it. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Blake, before we jump into the quote I read from the book, what is the best way for people to find out more about you? Find out where you're going to be and get a copy of the book. Um, I have a website which is unconditional-selflove.com, and then that links the book to Amazon where you can find it. And then I'll be in Los Angeles, February nineteenth to the 22nd for the Conscious Living Expo. And then I'm hosting a weekend retreat at the Shambhala Mountain Center in Colorado the first week of March, which is going to be a very special uh, weekend. So that's kind of the upcoming uh, ways to connect. Yeah, it's incredible. I I mean, let's talk about this quote, right? And uh, that I I grabbed out of the book, and it's from A Course in Miracles. No one decides against his happiness, but he may do so if he does not see he does and so every once in a while I come across uh, you know something in a book and I'm looking at it and I'm like wow that's deep Mm. Uh, but it actually boils down to what you're saying in so many ways in the book doesn't it yes yes absolutely I mean you know as little kids you know we're so innocent and we we just want mom and dad's love and we just want the people around us if you know some of us don't even have our mother or our father around us as kids you know we're just you know our survival instincts are to please the people around us to some degree so that we can stay safe and survive on a physical level and i loved i saw you know one one thing you pride your show on is about thriving you know yes. and that's that's that huge transition we all have to make from, you know, not just getting by and surviving, but to to thriving and realizing our full potential. And, you know, as kids, you know, we we just do our best to survive because we, you know, we're just waking up. It's like we're coming out of this fog, you know, from consciousness into unconsciousness and then to wake up and bring consciousness back into this place and this time that we find ourselves in. And, you know, we learn a lot of really unhealthy and self-destructive habits from our parents and from the people around us and based on fear to survive. And so, you know, those are the those are the ways in which inside in our own thoughts and our own uh, feelings and our behaviors and even the way we talk that we make ourselves unhappy that we don't realize we make ourselves unhappy. So what, you know, I do with my clients, which I've become very good at because I know myself so well in this capacity is to identify where you're not loving yourself right now, basically in your life. And what happens is, is when you get it, that's how you heal the entire past. And when, and you heal the future because you prevent bringing the past suffering with you and you prevent creating new suffering that you bring with you into the future. And um, so if we can identify where we're not loving ourselves, 
how we're not loving ourselves, why we're not loving ourselves, and then understand that practically it's really not that hard to do it. It's actually quite simple. It just can be very scary at times because the implications of not lying to ourselves anymore, the implications of being totally honest can be so scary, especially when you've lived your whole life that way. Yeah. What What do you think, Blake? Is the greatest area that we 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 unknowingly deceive ourselves? Where Where do you think that is? You know, what are some of the things that that you've discovered in working with people and speaking about this now, where people are just, you know, yeah, I could talk to you about my weight, but I'm not going to talk about blank. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Well, again, it always goes back to the deeper emotional feelings that we're having that we're not talking about that we've been internalizing since we were little and for a lot of us we've been internalizing our emotions our whole life so it seems like such a loaded intense and overwhelming process to begin to turn that around um, in the present moment so again that goes back to if you find yourself right now in a relationship or a work situation or any type of situation where you're feeling something but you're struggling to talk about it, it's keeping it in and then making yourself wrong for feeling the way you feel or feeling guilty or ashamed for feeling what you do or for, you know, everybody wants to be happy and healthy, but we all feel guilty and ashamed for wanting to be healthy and happy. Like we're bad people because we want to have a good life. And that's the biggest crock of, you know, I'm not supposed to swear anymore, but it's the biggest, you know, crock that you know and it's the biggest like a spoonful of poison that yeah. we've all been served to think that you're a bad person for wanting to be happy and healthy I mean how many people feel bad about wanting to go to a yoga class or a retreat or take a walk or eat something healthy when the people around them want to eat something else we feel bad guilty ashamed you know and it's it's so sad because we end up miserable you know, and we don't know that we're making ourselves miserable, you know, from all these little, you know, inner dynamics. So I think that's the big issue. So again, like when you go back to something like weight, you know, it's, it's basically your physical body can't matter and we can't live in a way where we value and make our body matter and make it healthy if we don't feel that we matter deep down. And when I say I need to matter, I mean my, my inner world, my heart, my soul, my emotions, my thoughts, because we all know it doesn't matter how great your body looks or how much you go to the gym or how well you eat, but if you don't have the love in your life you want, if you don't have self-respect, if you don't have people in your life that you feel appreciated and respected by or things that you really enjoy that's not about money or survival, then nothing else matters. You know, so we have this emphasis on the physical because we're neglecting the non-physical, the things that are much harder to articulate and talk about, and we're just not that practiced in it because we're all very good at shoving things under the carpet and then just getting on with it. You know, and yeah. as you said, suffering silently. Yeah, I love uh, one of the things that I read in the book, and I'm probably going to have to paraphrase a little bit, but you talk about it, I think, in you know, surrender and let go. And you say there's nothing that we're not uh, capable of transforming or recreating. I love that. You know, there's nothing. You say you're really clear there's nothing that we're not capable of. And what I love about what you say here in, in writing this in the book is that, look, you know, if we can love ourselves enough and surrender, surrender our inner fight, right? Yes. What you're saying is that, oh, my gosh the love will show up. It's kind of like, you know, looking behind the curtain. 
and 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 finding out wait a minute look there's what that is and yet at the same time knowing that i don't need the wizard to do this because i'm literally enough um and you it, you know then you also talk about the fact that wait a minute this still could be painful or scary for us where does fear factor in and this idea of 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 the we're not born to suffer where where what role does fear play does it hold us back or does it literally can it catapult us to discovery well i would say pat i'd say both i think Mm -hmm. you know when you look at your anybody who's listening right now if we look at our lives right now if you're you know if you're afraid of speaking your truth in some situation or if you are scared of acting based on what you really feel called to do and everybody experiences fear to some degree in the present about something it's like because we're all being pushed from the inside out to grow and to go beyond our edge and and as you started our whole chat off with we're all naturally inclined and designed to expand you know like a tree that grows every season or a plant that grows every season we're designed to grow and to expand and so that pushes us out of our comfort zone and it pushes us to that edge so every day we are tested you know are you going to say no when you want to say no are you going to say yes when you really want to say no Um, you know so it doesn't matter how great you love yourself and honor yourself today tomorrow someone's going to come and test you you know are you going to say yes just to please them or are you going to be true to yourself so fear is really always coming up I think you know I love um, Jerry and Esther Hicks and the Abraham teachings on the law of attraction you know and I love how you know, if we view life energetically, that every moment is a fork in the road. Every single moment, every single experience is a a pivot point, you mm-hmm. know, to, to make a new choice, to make a new decision based on what feels good. And I think our fear can often be a rudder that brings us back to our emotional truth so that we can then make a decision in the present based on what's really best for us or often we make a decision on what we need to learn, which in the end is best for us, but can often be painful when we're coming from fear. So for me, I know every moment is giving me this opportunity. Do I want to make a choice based on loving myself or do I want to make a choice based on fear, which is going to keep me stuck? And I think, you know, I was thinking about this the last few days. Yeah. There's a saying I love, and I don't know who said this, but, you know, often the, 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 the right choice is the hardest choice you know like the healthiest choice is the hardest choice you know like to so to really be honest or to really face what you're feeling in a relationship or your job you know or any situation that's difficult it that's that's the hard it is often quite hard but then when you think about the suffering that comes from living a lie or keeping in what you feel or suffering silently or going back to a job or a relationship that is draining you know or doesn't doesn't nourish your soul that's hard too so it's like what type of hard do you want do you want the heart that the hard that's never worth it and that makes you sick and you die with regret or do you want the type of hard that you know what yeah it is really hard but at least my daily life is worth living and I wake up feeling that because I have great relationships, I've worked that I love, I look in the mirror and I respect myself because I know I'm not living a lie today, even though it was really hard for me to do this today. You know, so it's like, which hard do yeah, you want? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there's a hard, yeah, I love what you're talking about because we get a level of awareness and I know that intuitively for me, 
I've known when I was going to take the path of hard, which was going to be a dead end, or I was going to take the path of hard, which was going to be a gateway to freedom. And, yes. and, and having that knowing and knowing that there is an option, one door takes me to a pathway to freedom, the other one takes me to a dead end. But having that knowledge, is it enough? And that's what we're going to talk about when we come, ba- come back from break. You were not born to suffer. Love yourself back to inner peace, health, happiness, and fulfillment. Blake Bauer joining me here today. This is a best-selling book as well as a conversation for the new mainstream that we're in right now. It's a conversation for those of us that are listening to the show, whether you're listening live or you're listening in Australia in a couple of days or you're listening to a podcast of this. This is where we get to ask the question, are we ready for accelerated expansiveness and abundance? And are we willing to let go? Stay tuned when we come back. We're going to talk about this idea of not suffering and what the possibilities are. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Can you keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. You got attitude? Keys to the rescue. Adjust your attitude with Keys Clear Protein Waters. So refreshing. Just a few sips of Keys will give you a whole new outlook, thanks to 22 grams of the happiest protein on earth. Tongue-tingling tasty without the guilt of naughty or nasty ingredients. If that doesn't put a smile on your face, maybe you need to drink too. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water on Amazon or at keys, K-E-E-S, please, dot com. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. 
Maca is a turnip-like vegetable that grows at altitudes above 13,000 feet in the Andes. As a family-run company of true maca specialists, the maca team's mission is to provide you with fresh, organic, premium-quality maca products at fair prices. You may or may not know that maca root originates in the high Andes Mountains and is today primarily grown in Peru and Bolivia. Over the past several years, China has also started growing and exporting maca root products. The legality, quality, and safety of these products grown in China are in question among the world's maca suppliers and buyers. The maca team is committed to quality and will never purchase any maca from China for all of the ethical and quality reasons above. Visit themacateam.com slash China. That's themacateam.com slash China. Wow. Hey, everybody. It's so great to have Blake Bauer joining me here today. Okay, here it is. Here's the message. You are not born to suffer. What do you guys out there believe? Do you believe that? Can you really take that in? Do you actually believe that you were not born to suffer? That if we love ourselves back to inner peace, health, happiness, and fulfillment, that we will enter in the world of unlimited possibilities. And, you know, there are so many layers to this, Blake. I mean, clearly, for those of you out there that, that want to try something on that is about thriving and about the world of possibility, this is what Blake is talking about. You know, but you first, all of us, I think, have to declare that we're not born to suffer, that that is a paradigm that is shattering now. This is the year to shatter that paradigm, that belief system. You know, suffering is not just optional. We do not have to buy into it. But how do we go about the change? That's what the book is about. That's what we're talking about here today. You know, Blake, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. You know, one is... Okay, let's say I'm ready to turn the door and walk through the door. And the door that I'm walking through is the door that is free from suffering. Can you talk a little bit about what the possibilities might be? What have you seen? And how, how has this changed for you in your life? Mm, you mean, can you clarify the question? Like when, yeah. you, when you leave, yeah. when you, you leave know, suffering behind. Okay. What is the world that I get to step into? <laughs> well, I'd say I've the best metaphor I can give you, which we're going to go back to, I know, is like if you yeah. think about a butterfly that has, mm. you know, a caterpillar that's gone, it's created its cocoon, and it's safe, and it's in this cocoon, and it's going through its transformation, cellular transformation, into a new form. It becomes a completely new form, a new being within this cocoon. It becomes a butterfly. And then the butterfly, just imagine yourself as a butterfly and you're peeking your, your head out of the cocoon and you're like looking around and you're like, okay, you know, like it kind of looks like the same place, you know, where I was before, but I'm really different. And it's like, you have to make this choice, you know, am I going to leave this cocoon and am I going to fly and actually use these wings that I've now developed because I've faced all my pain and I've developed the inner strength and belief in myself to finally fly. Am I going to step out? and leave this cocoon behind. So it is very challenging for most of us to leave the familiar behind. And I think it goes back to the question we were talking about before the break about fear is that with fear, we use that to kind of 
plan and control everything. It's like we don't want to just be in the present moment and the unknown. We want to know how everything's going to work out because that's how we believe that we'll stay safe and avoid pain. We won't get hurt if we can kind of control everything. But when we're living in this way where we're just really true to ourselves and 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 that's another thing that's the biggest thing why we're not true to ourselves and thus don't leave behind the suffering and thus don't thrive and thus don't realize our f- full potential is because we want to control everything so we think if i say what i really feel or i act based on what i really feel then it's going to blow everything up you know i won't be able to control everybody's reactions so when i'm living from fear and i'm hiding what i really feel or i'm not talking about it and i'm not living my truth then I feel like I have more control over the world and you do you're safer you're more comfortable but you're not happy you're miserable and probably depressed and sick so when we're getting ready to leave behind that type of living and I and I think too Pat it's really important to clarify that it, yeah you know if, if anybody's listening you know think about how old you are it took you this many years to get here so you have to have perspective that it takes a little bit of time to make a change because let's say you're a mother and you're married and you're not happy as a mother or happy in your marriage, you know, what are you going to, are you just going to abandon everything? You can, I don't know if that's the best choice. You know what I mean? So it's not like you're just going to leave behind all this karma and all these situations that you've created. It's the same for a man. Let's say you're married, you know, you have children. What are you going to do? Just abandon ship. And a lot of people do. And that's, just, that's why, you know, they're, they're running away from themselves and all the things that they can't face because they think that's going to give them the freedom that they want. But that's not really going to give them the freedom that they want because they're not facing, you know, the deeper issues. And so, you know, we have to we, we're so used to drama and we're so used to we're so used to the pain and to the compromises that a lot of us don't know that there is a way of living beyond that, which is really just about peace and about clear communication and being present and being able to say, you know, I feel happy. I feel interested in doing this. I feel hurt by what you just said instead of being caught up in this kind of whirlwind of pain and suffering and drama that most of us do get caught up in and then it's kind of hard to find our our way out of, you know. So basically I think the the biggest things that come with understanding that we didn't come here to suffer, but that the suffering is purposeful in leading us to an authentic life to a life where we really love ourselves and we know how to be ourselves is that we basically show up fully in our lives instead of hiding and we can be our authentic self in every situation even when we're scared we still say what we're feeling we still act you know in a way that honors us instead of betrays us um you know and and then and thus have more meaningful authentic relationships and also work you know work's a big big part of that leap yeah. is that you know it's it's not like i do one thing but i'm a different person on the other side it's you you merge you be, it's like there's no separation between who you are right. what you do what you say you are um all those things yeah i love this when you're talking about this somebody said something to me that i never forgot and it became really pivotal for me around 1990 i think or maybe early 90s and i never i never forgot it and, you know, what they said to me is, here, here's a thought for you, Pat. And they said, uh, and they said, this is it. Always remember that faith and fear cannot coexist. Mm. And, and I have to tell you, back then, 
I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I ever heard. That, no, seriously, <laughs> this was me. This is, I'm like, you have just lost your mind with that. Uh, and I never forgot it. So isn't yep. that interesting? And so what I mean by that, and I'd love for you to talk to this, because you also talk about a level of spirituality here and spiritual practices. Qigong, I, I believe you also uh, practice. And so let's talk about this idea of faith versus fear. And I think now I've come to know, if you don't mind, Blake, I've come to know that what they were saying is there's an energetic plane that surrounds us and we can choose. In the book, you say, choose love over fear. And I, I really put love and faith in the same arena. You know, I'm a little older now. But yep. what do you think about that? You know, what do you think about this idea of fear and how disempowered it becomes with love or faith. Mm. So, Pat, let's say I was your brother. You know, we grew up together. Oh boy. And I, let's say, let's say I lied to you. You know, our whole lives, and I betrayed you every time you you told me a secret. I told mom and dad, or I, you know, I told someone. <laughs> oh my gosh! You every... must have read my bio. <laughs> Holy cow, dude! <laughs> so so I'm supposed to be like your you know you would hope I would be like a very good friend and a good sibling and someone you could trust but I haven't been I betrayed you for however many years would would you trust me uh, yeah, I, like I'll today you, yeah, to, today I would but in yeah. a different way but I'm going to tell you that is not the story with my brother just so you know no no I just, know that I'm just saying like if it I it would was, be hard it would be hard Right. It it, honestly, it would be hard. If yep. I betrayed you every day of your our lives together, like, would you trust me? You know, no, you're, I, you're, no, you're, I, I, you'd, probably be, you'd probably be very unwise to do so. I, I'd probably be <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to think twice about what you're saying now, right here, right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm going to think about that for a minute. Yeah. And so if you think about from that perspective, now, most of us have been our own worst enemy for 30, 40, 50 years. We've been betraying yeah. ourselves every yeah. day and I'm, I'm serious every day of our lives for however many years everybody who's listening to this has been betraying themselves in some way some of us seriously and some of us just very subtly our whole lives so that's why we're at this point right now where we don't have faith and the reason why is because basically you know our relationship to ourself is what determines our relationship to the entire 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 outer world so everything you see out of your eyes is perceived through how you relate to yourself. So if you judge people, which we all do, to protect ourselves or because we don't feel good about ourselves, you know, the reason why we judge those people is only because we judge ourselves. It's the only reason. So when you judge someone, it has nothing to do with what you're seeing out of your eyes. It's just your way of temporarily making yourself feel better about what you don't feel good about. And so when we when we project that I don't trust life, I don't trust God, I don't trust the universe, what you're really saying is I don't trust myself. And the reason why we don't trust ourselves is because we've been betraying ourselves with our words and with our actions for 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. Now, a person who's 40 years old, who's been awake for about, let's see, I, I do the math sometimes and I don't, might not have this exact, but someone who's, a, who's been alive for 40 years, who sleeps eight hours a day and thus gets, is awake for 16 hours. So if you're, let's say 40 years old, you've been awake 16 hours a day for 40 years, you've been alive for 800, you've been awake, not alive, you've been awake, not sleeping 
for 840 million seconds. So 840 million moments. And in this moment right now, you're feeling something, you know, you're feeling something that that's your truth, which you may or may not be aware of. But every, each of those moments is an opportunity where you either are true to what you feel or not true to what you feel. You either betray yourself or you honor yourself. And most of us, the scales tip severely towards betraying ourselves, which is where all the depression and the physical illness comes from, and then all of our other issues in our life. And that's why we don't have faith. So, you know, I'm the kind of person that has had to dissect this, you know, logically and find a rationale for it personally. And this, to me, has proven to be the why. Why we don't afraid to be true to myself, because that's what you need to do in every moment of every day to trust yourself and thus have unwavering faith. So the only way to really have unwavering faith is to have an unwavering trust in yourself that no matter what, you're going to be true to yourself in every situation, no matter what. So to me, that's that's the conclusion I've I've come to, you know, on that. And then that it's all tied up with what we were just talking about yeah. with with, you know, with with leaving behind your suffering, because if you're that butterfly peeking its head out of the cocoon and you want to fly you know you have to trust yourself you know it's like jumping out of an airplane you know like if you've ever been skydiving it's like yeah you you got to trust that that parachute's going to work it's like you've got to trust that your wings are going to work but when you've built up you know and this that's why it doesn't happen overnight when day after day you've built up the strength to speak and act based on your truth you know your wings are getting stronger you know you're getting better at it you know you're not sitting in your misery as much as you used to. You know you're not taking people's abuse or being used or taking advantage of. You know you're not allowing yourself to be, you know, the victim. You know, you're getting stronger. So when it's time to really take those big leaps, you have more faith in your wings to fly because you know you've put in the hard yards, really, like we were talking about. You know you've you've done the work. You've faced the truth. And I think you know, we were talking about the the concept of acceleration, you know, and I am of the mindset that our soul or the the non-physical part of us is pure light. You know, that love inside of us is pure light. And as we go on this journey, I found in my own life that the more I cleansed my body, my mind, my, my heart, um, and, and lived in a really authentic way that my spirit was so liberated that I did begin to travel live at the speed of light but you can't you i found i couldn't do that if i wasn't prepared to go into the darkness it's like a tree can only grow as high and large as its roots run deep it's like i couldn't grow that much or travel that fast if i didn't go look at all the toxic dark ways that i was compromising myself or not loving myself, or all the shame, or all the guilt, or all the fear that I had held in, um, and then was trying to please everybody so that they could love me because I didn't love myself. If I didn't transform that darkness and liberate those weights, you know, like untie those knots, then I couldn't move as fast as I do through the world. You know, we're talking about you were talking about acceleration. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's a really important point. It's like that butterfly can't fly and have that nice, lighthearted you know, joyful existence going from flower to flower, if it isn't prepared to let go of that cocoon and all the comfort and familiarity and safety that that represents. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, and this is really, you know, why you've written the book the way you've written the book is because it's one thing for us to articulate from a very academic point of view, you know, what's going on. It's another thing, you know, to really look at, look, you know, this is the experiential part of this that we get to know, you know, that we get to rediscover the idea of faith and trust. We get to rediscover that again. And the discovery of that you know, then becomes, as you've said in the book in many, many ways, then that becomes really the process of choosing the door that doesn't have the suffering behind it, right? Yeah, yeah so absolutely. That's, that's the process we're talking about here. You know, you're not saying like, uh, and you, you and I know this, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, and so I've gone through the changes in the human potential movement of people coming out and saying, all you need to do is have a vision board and you will be free. <laughs> and, and, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying here. Right? Yeah. Just do your vision board, dude, and there you go. But what you're saying is, wait a minute. You know, this is one step, one day at a time that you put it down and you decide you're going to take this movement in this direction. Yes, and absolutely. Someday you're going to open the door. And when you open the door, suffering is not going to be behind it for this situation. And I think that's really a different message. And at the same time, maybe you, maybe you can address this. We can also have an accelerated process of this. This doesn't have to take 30 years. I don't know about you. I don't know if I got 30 years here. No, absolutely not. And, and Pat, you know, I always say, you know, that there are there are two general types of people that kind of do the work that we do or help to help other people put themselves in a position to serve other people and there's some of us who have read a lot of books and studied a lot of maps and we might have really great credentials and we might know all the facts but if we haven't actually walked through the valley ourselves if we haven't walked through the forest walked down into the valley walked up the mountain ourselves we can't say hey you know what, I've been on that exact pathway, like we, you and I were talking about off air. I've been yeah. on that exact road. Here, take my hand. I'll mm -hmm. show you the way. This is like the lonely planet, you know, like the user's guide from on the ground. You know, this is what I've been through. I've been through the depression. I've been through that pain. I understand what it means to suffer and, and be tortured mentally and emotionally and physically. And I know what I what I had to do to get out of it. And this is what I did and it's worked. And now it's worked for all these people. So, you know, so that's why, you know, for example, with You Were Not Born to Suffer, my intention was to share with as many people as possible the, the, the path I took out of my suffering because I know how desperate, you know, I was desperate to be free from my suffering. It wasn't like, oh, I just have a splinter. It was like every morning I woke up I woke up tortured by my yeah, mind, tortured exactly. by my life. And all I wanted to do was be free. So when I found the answers I was finally looking for, I felt I had, it was my obligation to create a map that was effective. So, so I agree. You don't, you don't need to take the long route if there are, there are maps that exist that are very accurate, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so no, it doesn't have to take that long, but all, what it really comes down to is how prepared, are we to be honest with ourselves right now? Because, you know, whatever we're experiencing now has all the past in it and all the future in it. And the and if you can heal it now, it helps unwind all of that. And there's a lot of, I think, misinformation about how to address the issues in the present. You know, we do a lot of things like, 
going into future lives or going into past mm-hmm. lives. And meanwhile, we're avoiding our, our yeah. present moment. You know, the life we have right now, the relationships we have right now, the issues we have right now. And I know. So, yeah, I'm sure you're very, very aware of what well, I'm referring to. Well, I mean, to. I get reminded of it. Here, here's a very real example. And this may sound trivial to people listening to the show, but I, but I, I just need to say it. You know, all of a sudden we're watching commercials with Oprah and her partnership with Weight Watchers. And she's coming on TV, and I must have seen it like, I don't know, a million times, right? And she comes on and she says, I love bread. I love bread. I love bread. I lost 26 pounds and I love bread and I've had bread every day. You know what? The addict in me, there is no way that you could put bread in front of me and give me a half a slice of bread or whatever the bread is and me call that a good day. That would be the hardest thing in the world for me. So my truth is probably different than her truth. Mm. And isn't that part of the journey for us to now accept that the truth for me is going to be different than the truth for you, Blake. And I oh, think absolutely. it's important to say about this book and what you're saying. You're not saying that, hey, man, you know, everybody everybody here is going to be able to do what Oprah did. There's no way that you're going to put a piece <laughs> of bread in front of me and expect me to eat like one piece. That's not happening. I know <laughs> that about myself. I'm sorry, man. You know, so I know that about me. But that it's it's okay for that to be her truth, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. I think too, that's really, even all these, the, the things we're talking about, their challenges, their calls to, to really value what is true for you and to live that truth, you know? And if you do that with self-awareness and honesty and respect, then it only results in love and kindness, not in war and fighting about who's right. Yeah. Cause it doesn't matter. No. You know, I don't want to be right, right? You just want, I just want to be happy. I just want to be at peace. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's like, you know, it's like everybody listening. It's not about being right. It's about being happy and healthy and at peace and, and being honest with yourself, whatever that truth is. Yeah. And, and see, for me, if she just said, I eat ice cream every day and I've lost 26 pounds, I'm signing up. That's my truth. <laughs> like, thank you for a great show. One more time, would you tell folks how to find out more about you? Thank you so much for today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Pat. Um, my website is unconditional-selflove.com. Um, you can just Google my name, Blake Bauer, uh, B-A-U-E-R, and it'll pop up on that first page. Um, and I'm on Facebook. If if anybody needs a little bit of inspiration, you can go there. Um and I think that's about it. Yeah. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? That, you know, everything will be okay if you face your fear and just speak your truth in whatever situation it is right now, even though the implications can seem huge and you might destroy your life as you know it. Uh, there's something, you know, much more real waiting for you and you'll be okay and and life will take care of you if you take care of yourself awesome thank you so much Blake hey everybody we're not done yet we're going to take a short break when we come back you know get ready to have a conversation actually part two of this with Dr. Dan Cohen stay tuned we'll be right back
preceding audio was via a Skype call.